It's a celebration on the fourth Thursday of November to give thanks for the harvest and for other blessings of the past year. And Americans usually connect that to uh, a supposed meal that the first colonist, English colonist, the pilgrims of Plymouth, had with the, the uh, uh, Native American people there, the Wampanoag, Wampanoag people. I'll give it a go, all right, um, in 1621. Canadians have Thanksgiving too, but it's not in November. It's on the second Monday of October because further north, of course, the harvest season is over sooner. You know, it's a cooler climate. So almost every Christian video that I looked for was about America and turkey and pumpkin pie, and that is not what we're about here today. Today we're thinking about an attitude and actions of gratitude and thankfulness. In the Greek New Testament, there's a word that in some places is translated unthankful and some places translated ungrateful, but it's the same word. Ungrateful is an attitude of heart and mind, what you feel and think, how you respond. Unthankful is not expressing what should be expressed and communicated. It's a symptom of our fall, our sin, our rebellion against God, that we are ungrateful and unthankful for his goodness And his providence. First of all, we should be thankful to God for his creation. Romans 1.20 says that uh, we, fallen human beings, don't know God. We didn't glorify him as God. We weren't thankful. We became futile in our thoughts and our foolish hearts were darkened. We didn't thank God for this great creation. God has given us a good world. uh, Managed well, and if we managed the resources of this world and ourselves well there would be more than enough for every human being. No no matter if it got to 10 billion, there would be more than enough to support us, if we were wise, but we're not. We're ungrateful and unthankful for common grace. Jesus told us to love our enemies, do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return. Your reward will be great, for you'll be like the sons of the Most High. The Most High is kind to the unthankful, or ungrateful, it's the same word, and evil. God sends blessings upon all human beings, whether they know him or not, whether they thank him or not. God is good in his common grace to atheists, (laughs) all right? They drew their breath this morning. They had their breakfast this morning. They arrived safely on their car journey. God was good to them. But we can also, more desperately, be ungrateful and thankful for covenant that is saving grace in Jesus. Jesus came from the Father. Though he was rejected and crucified and buried, he rose again and lives and reigns as king over all. He is God's prince. He is God's Messiah. He is Lord. The last days arrived with Jesus Messiah and will end with his return. We live in this age of Jesus reigning from heaven, the age of his spirit, the spirit of God being with us here. And the first Christians were living in the last days, the reign of Messiah, and so are we. But the Jewish Rabbis had expectations that the reign of Messiah would be a golden age on earth. But within the New Testament scriptures, the Holy Spirit gives us some reality checks about things that are still true, even though Jesus reigns and even though the Spirit's been poured out. It's not all milk and honey in a promised land. Evil is still at work. There is mixture. Jesus taught us that in some of his parables. The wheat of God's children grow to maturity alongside weeds, the unbelieving, wicked of this world. The kingdom of God will spread and grow, but not without contrary or corrupting influences. Here's one of those warnings, a reality check of this, about this age of grace. And it's Paul writing to Timothy. He says, but know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. Men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, 
boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness. He's not talking about outright sinners. He's saying they look religious, but this is what is going on from such people turn away. Those New Testament warnings were written to them then, to that generation. They're still true now in this generation, because, not because we've changed, but because we haven't changed. The world is the same, deceived and deceiving, corrupt and corrupting. We rebels and sinners can't handle any good thing that God gives us without abusing it and spoiling it. You know, we, we treat our children, I hope we do, to say please and thank you. Anybody still do that? Okay, I need to have a word with some of you. <laughs> There's a good reason for us to train our children to say please and thank you. It's more than manners. It's about an attitude of heart. It's about an attitude of respect. We need a sense of gratitude and thankfulness. What people do for us, what people give to us, what we ask and receive from them. It's not our right to receive. It's our joy to receive. So we're training our children to be grateful and thankful rather than greedy and unthankful. And a fruit of the wrong kind of faith teaching around in the church is that it makes people ungrateful and unthankful. We're entitled. God owes me. No matter how great his goodness towards us, we're still not thankful because we thought we deserved it. And, we, and anyway, we put in all that hard work of believing for it. God is good to us in creation, common grace, and these new covenant mercies in Jesus. Yet we can be unthankful. So today we've called this uh, morning of Thanksgiving. We've set aside this morning. We pause. COVID crisis isn't over yet. COVID is now with us for the years to come, just as influenza is a regular endemic or norovirus. Whilst many will, uh, uh, will be regularly vaccinated to keep us in health, every year some people will be infected and fall ill and even die, particularly during the colder months. But here we are. Though we, some have endured the infection, we have as yet lost no one from this church community directly to COVID. That's not our boast. We give thanks to God. We're picking up on the routines of life and faith again. We're seeking to find the way to be and to do all that we are called to as the children of God. But we stop for a moment and say, thank you, Lord. We're grateful, we're thankful to arrive at this day. We glorified God for his goodness. This is an Ebenezer day. Do you know the story of Ebenezer? In uh, 1 Samuel 7. They put up a stone to remember. Every time you walk past a stone, you remembered something. A stone of remembrance. And they, they lifted their hands before the Lord. They said, to this day, the Lord has helped us. And it was a, a recognition of hope for the future. To this day, and we trust him to continue to do so. The Lord has preserved us to this day. You are sitting here because God has been good to you to this day. But we say we believe he will continue to be good to us. We trust him for the future. We give thanks to our Father for all those things that the pattern prayer that the Lord Jesus gives us, uh, tells us about. First of all, we give thanks for providence. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Whatever circumstances are, whatever desperate situation comes, God, your will be done. 
We believe in your goodness, your providence, your good plan for your people. Give thanks for his provision. Give us this day our daily bread. David bread covers all sorts of stuff. All right? It's a, it's a word picture. Everything that we need day by day, day by day, is supplied to us from heaven by his provision, his goodness. We give thanks for his pardon. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And we give thanks for his protection. Do not lead us into trial, trouble, but deliver us from the evil one. We choose not to be silent. We speak out our praise and thanksgiving to God. We choose to sing and to rejoice in the Lord. Quite a number of times in the Bible we, we read this. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. And his mercy endures forever. We said it earlier this morning. But twice we read in scripture that it is good for us to give thanks to the Lord. For us to say it helps us to maintain the correct attitude of heart. If you can't be grateful, be thankful, and grateful will begin to work. Psalm 554 says, I will freely sacrifice to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. Now, you could say his name is good, but that doesn't quite work. It's good for me to praise the Lord, is is what it's about. And then this one, Psalm 92, verse 1. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises. We've been doing that. My goodness, we're going to do some more. And to sing praises to your name, O Most High. To declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. It is good for us to give thanksgiving regularly to God. And it will shape the way we think about many things. Do I live by my own efforts or by the good heart and hand of God towards us? Do I receive all good things as coming from him or did I think I earned them, I deserve them, or I produce them according to false teaching by my own faith power? I like this quote. I don't think it's a Christian one, but it's a good quote. It's not happy people who are thankful. It is thankful people who are happy. Here's a scripture that we'll we'll encounter again today before you go home. Lamentations 3. And Lamentations are written by Jeremiah lamenting over the destruction of Jerusalem, the captivity of the people of Judea. He's lamenting. It's It's a song or a poem of lament of complaint before the Lord, you could say. But listen to this. Because the Old Testament saints never, never told God how fed up they were without coming to some conclusion about his goodness. Because of the Lord's faithful love, we do not perish. We can say that this morning. We're here. Because of the Lord's faithful love, love we have not perished. For his mercies never end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And then... Good old Jeremiah says this, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. The Lord is my portion, therefore I will put my hope in him. This is a man who's seen the destruction of his city, the taken in captivity of thousands upon thousands of people. Yet he says, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will put my hope in him. So please, bear with me. We're going to take just a moment. To think, to remember, to reflect on the goodness of God. To rehearse in our mind how we got here where we are because of God's goodness. It was his goodness that we developed vaccines. It's his goodness that we've done so well at getting them delivered. Not just clever people, hard-working people, but actually there's something about the providence of God in that too. Thank God for his goodness. Think for a moment about his goodness. 
your help towards us, Lord. Your provision, your protection, your providence, your goodness rolling over all things, your good hand and your good heart towards us. Thank you, Father. Then I want to invite you to choose some words. You know, you know. sometimes we think the prayer is like stream of consciousness. I say the first thing comes to my head. Well, sometimes it's good to prepare your words. Uh, one scripture says, prepare your words and bring them to the Lord. To rehearse them. To set them out and then to, to say them. So why don't you just prepare something in your heart right now? What do you want to say to him? Now, would you stand with me? I'm going to say one, two, three, and on three, let's all just begive, deliver those words of thanksgiving and praise to our good Father. Amen? One, two, three. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your keeping, your preserving, your providing. Thank you that you've kept us from great harm. Thank you that we trust in you, Lord, to still deliver us, to still help us. Give you thanks, Lord Jesus. We give you thanks, our God and Father. Amen. Shall we say this together? Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Amen. Amen. Please take your seats again. We're going to take communion together. Got one of these?